Concepts for Living. Welcome to Concepts for Living. Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Concepts for Living can change your life today. Hi, welcome again to Concepts for Living. Biblical Principles for Contemporary Living. What a privilege it is to minister, to be in service, to be used of God through ministry. But there's no more effective ministry like the ministry under the anointing. Stay tuned and be blessed because that's my theme, ministry under the anointing. God is moving mightily and Paul is having good success and in his good success people are being blessed and we are beginning to see some signs of God's divine hand in the midst. God using him greatly and he was there for two years ministering like that. Don't you know Paul was a man of purpose, a man of destiny, yes, but he was also a man of great determination and loyalty to his Lord. And so now we observe that Paul is moving in such a way until the text says for me in verse 11, and God wrought special miracles by the hand Paul. Mm. And God wrought special miracles by the hand of Paul. Now I have re-emphasized it because I, I believe this is going to be the core or the essence of what I'll be talking from today. Extraordinary miracles were taking place. There are people today who don't believe in miracles. I do. I, I, I see miracles all the while. All around us there are miracles. In fact, just to get up in the morning, put your foot on the floor, clothe yourself, get into your vehicle if you have one, or whatever way you move on to your place of employment and you go on through your day. Oh, what a miracle. God gives us a new day with new mercies every day. But now these are extraordinary miracles that are beginning to happen. Stay with me, saints. Stay with me, people. Because God wants us to get this message that he is involved in human affairs miraculously. Miraculously. And God not only is involved in the miracles, he justifies them. God is the justifier. In fact, that's my first point. God, the justifier. Because a lot of things happen to us and around us, and we question them. But God is the one who has the ultimate, the ultimate justifying position. He justifies things. He sets things in proper order. That's why Paul, when he wrote to the Romans in chapter 8, verse 28, he says there, And we know 
that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord, to them that love God, to them that love God, and are called according to his purpose. All things work together for good. Now, notice this. It does not say here that Paul wrought special miracles. It doesn't say that. It says, and God, verse 11, and God wrought special miracles. But there was a miracle going on. Yes, I do know that. There was a miracle going on to the point that many Jews who did not believe became believers and Greeks also became believers. I mean, that, that's miraculous in itself. But no, these are special miracles. Special miracles. Wrought. W-R-O-U-G-H-T. Wrought. An old Elizabethan word. Wrought. Wrought. Special miracles. It was not miracles that Paul had wrought. But rather miracles that God had wrought. God had wrought. That simply means God was the manufacturer. That, that means God was the one who invented. God was the one who operated in it to bring it to visible view. And he used an instrument. That's why human beings are often referred to as human instrumentality. God used human instrumentality to bring to the fore what he had already prepared. Miracles are not the work of men. I don't care how bright and skillful we are, how many degrees we have attained, not one man can create a miracle, not a supernatural miracle. Only God, only God. And the Bible tells me that these miracles were taking place. God justifies. God justifies. And so you'll notice that uh, it's important for us to understand that some things we can have our opinion on, some things that we can have our convictions about, but in the final analysis, it's God who justifies the truth. It's God who justifies his word. And I want you to know that God is the one who's in the business of Performing miracles. Yes, we are living in a day when he's still able to perform miracles. I said miracles. And he justifies that. He sets it right. I like what Paul said in Romans chapter 8 verse 33. It says simply, it is God that justifies it. Have all of your theological debates. 
Have all of your congregational questions. Have all of them. But in the final analysis, it's God that justifies. The three points of this message, the justifier, the justified, and the justly. Stay tuned and be further blessed as indeed you will see what it means to minister under the anointing. Ministering under the anointing will sooner or later reveal God's wonders, signs of his favor, but also signs of his presence. And so you and I must be functioning in that ram. Listen to what Peter says about it over there in 1 Peter 4, verse 11. Listen to it. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracle of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability. Watch this. The ability which God giveth. That God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Somehow I I believe it's okay for us to say God did it. God did it. You've seen a miracle? God did it. You've come through some devastating experience with a testimony. God did it. Your body wrecked with pain, but because of the level of your faith, you were healed and restored. God did it. The word proclaimed under the anointing. God did it. All the way through, God did it. God did it. God did it. And God is still doing it. Producing supernatural signs and wonders. But we who are justified must believe it. We who are justified ought to submit ourselves to be instruments in the midst of it. So that we might be able to do justly. I said a moment ago that we have to be careful. That we don't think we are making it happen. Sometimes we say things, you know, I I don't even know if we fully realize what we're saying sometimes. We say, I'm going to make it happen. In ministry, you don't make it happen. In ministry, God makes it happen and lets you be a part of it. (laughs) I know it's a blow to our ego. I know that. But, 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 But that's the way it is. That it's not us it's God who gives us certain abilities and opportunities Paul was just ministering he wasn't setting out to get a reputation of being a miracle worker Paul was just trying to be a faithful minister and that's what we're required to do particularly in these times the world needs consecrated anointed ministers so that we may function and minister under the anointing so that we can do justly 
do justly. Well, wait, wait a minute. We had to justify her. We had to justify. Now, do justly. Justly. In other words, do what you're supposed to do. Do justly. Live up to the standard. Do justly. Function the way God has ordained and required. And when we do, we will see some signs even in ourselves. Every now and then I have to remind myself. Of course, you already knew it, but, but, but I have to continue to remind myself that the anointing is not something I put on and put off. I have to remind myself that the anointing is not just now because I see this happening or that working. But the anointing is supposed to be as much a part of my life as my physical blood is. Flowing throughout my whole being. Flowing throughout your whole being. Because without it, you can't live. Without it, you can do nothing. So the anointing is not something I put on. Watch this. The, the anointing is something that I have. The anointing is something that abides within. So much so that when you put on whatever you put on, jacket, suit, dress, robe, gown, whatever you put on, that anointing that's in will emanate, saturate that which you wear. Watch me. The Bible says that now, Paul, let's go back to the text. Verse 11. And God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul so that, <laughs> so that from his body were brought unto the sick handkerchiefs. And aprons, the handkerchief that was usually used to form that which wrapped around your head so that while you're working, it would absorb the perspiration. Or the handkerchief was that which you wiped your... Listen to me. From his body were brought unto the sick. From his body were brought unto the sick. Handkerchiefs and aprons. Recently, I gave out handkerchiefs. But these handkerchiefs have been anointed. These handkerchiefs had fasting and prayer over them before they were anointed. These handkerchiefs became more than just material. 
they became a source for supernatural manifestation. Because as they took the handkerchiefs and the aprons to the sick and to the disease, watch this, the Bible says the disease departed from them and the evil spirits departed from them. They went out. Oh boy. Pastor, you better, you better explain that one. It's not just material. It's the anointing. It, it, it's, it's not just a piece of cloth. But it's that which is so much a part of you. Until it'll get in your stuff. And your stuff won't just be ordinary. It can become supernaturally extraordinary. Make it plain, Pastor. I'm saying that you've got to understand that to be anointed means that God has given you a package that you have to carry. And guess what? It can get not only in your clothes, it'll get down into the hem of your garment. Don't you remember the woman that was sick for 12 years? Spent all she had. Doctors couldn't help her. But she said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know that I'll be made whole. And the day came as crowds were thronging him. And that one woman came with purpose. That one woman came believing. That one woman touched the hem of his garment. And in the hem of his garment was such anointing until the woman was healed immediately. Oh boy, fantasy preaching. No, no truth reality the woman was healed I know what I'm talking about but you get to understand about the anointing I don't care what affliction you have if you've got the faith to match your fact if you've got the faith to believe let me tell you you can receive but it was in the hem of his garment question With all that you're doing, with all the preaching, with all the teaching, with with, with all the ministering, I want to know what what, what you're bearing, what what, what you're carrying, what what, what you're carrying. Do you have that anointing? So that when people come in contact with you, things have to change. Do you have that anointing? Beyond your prayer life, beyond your fasting, beyond all of that, when you get out into the public arena and you're moving and, and, and you know, uh, I would have to say relating to people all around you, God has you there because he wants you to carry what you bear in that situation so you can make a difference. And if nowhere else, from the pulpit, 
Man, a word goes out, a word just like this, a word that has the anointing, a word that will change your situation, a word that believes in miracles. I believe in miracles. Well, I sincerely trust you've been blessed and challenged by this word. Oh, the anointing of God. That which brings about the supernatural manifestations. That which produces miracles. And you can have a miracle. And God can prove to you what it really means to be under the ministry of the anointing. Ministering to your needs. And may God bless you and enrich you for hearing this word. So until next time, when I come to you with more Concepts for Living, may God bless you and yours. Concepts for Living Concepts for Living Concepts for Living Can change your life today